Well, I say it starts in a home because if, if your home is broken, uh, nothing in your life is going to go right. Totally. Um, and that's why I say that it starts in the home. Yeah. Um, I feel that, that if you don't have the bond and the relationship with your kids and your spouse, for that matter, if you don't have that bond and relationship with them, how yep. can you be successful in other areas of your life and still live a, fulfillment, a fulfilled life? Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm a big believer in, in legacy starting in the home. So for me, it's all about my family. My, my, my legacy is all about my family. I want to be able to, when I'm on my deathbed about to go meet my heavenly father, I want to be able to have no regrets of how I've lived my life. Yeah. And I'm passionate about that. And uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm human. I make mistakes. I make mistakes every day as a dad, as a husband, as a, as a, as a person, I'm, I make mistakes. We all do. We're human. Yeah. Um, but we're not made to be, we're, we're not made to be perfect. There's only one perfect person and he's up there. Yes. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> for me, it's just, it's about family. It's about um, leaving something for them uh, that they can uh, carry on in their lives. And, and, you know, my young, both my boys have said that they plan on coaching their kids when they, when they, when they have kids and, and they're playing sports, they plan on coaching their kids. And so it's those kind of things that make me, uh, that just make me proud. Yeah. If you've been looking for the perfect t-shirt line, Inspired Tees Co. has you covered. They offer a line of awesome Christian and American-themed tees for the whole family. Whether you want cool t-shirts that express who you are or want to spread awareness with shirts like their new breast cancer tee, they have something for everyone. You can also shop their Military Veterans American Tees, and with every purchase from that collection, they're going to donate 15% of the profits to the Wounded Warrior Project. Make sure to visit their website, inspiredteesco.myshopify.com. And you're a husband, father, U.S. Marine veteran, host of the Data Podcast, basketball coach, much more. Thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. I've been looking forward to this. Absolutely. I love to go back with my guests. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Oh, man. Uh, so I, I'm, a, I'm a California kid, okay. uh, born and raised, uh, grew up, you know, surfing, you know, those kind of things, and uh, played a lot of sports and stuff. So I grew up in the Central Coast. So more of um, if anybody that's listening to this or watching this uh, knows the uh, San Luis Obispo area of California. That's where I grew up. Okay. Um, and then uh, from there, it was just, you know, I started working after high school. Actually, I was in high school and I started working. And then, uh, you know, I started going to college uh, and I found myself in a, in a spot where I was kind of burned out on school. I did pretty well in school. I always had, you know, good grades and played a lot of sports and stuff. But I found myself kind of burned out. So I told my dad, I said, hey, you know, I want to, I think I want to take a break from school and uh, just focus on working and, you know, just kind of relaxing a little bit. And I was living at home at the time. And he said, well, that's, that's fine. You can do that. But uh, you're going to start paying rent because you're not paying rent right now. And you're not paying rent because you were going to school. Um, so if you're, gonna, if you're not going to go to school, you're going to pay rent. Yeah. And I thought, well... That's not, that wasn't in my plans. So, um, so I started looking into, you know, I possibly the military and yeah. something that had never crossed my mind. I had no, 
desire as a kid to be in the military. You know, I played army with my buddies and stuff, you know, those kind of things when you're younger, I don't know people back then. That's what, that's what we did. Um, yeah. but, uh, I started talking to a couple of friends that had been in the military and it's funny, my supervisor uh, where I worked, uh, you know, I was an 18, 19 year old kid and supervisor where I worked, he was an ex Marine. And so I started telling him kind of just talking, you know, I guess out of the side of my mouth about, yeah, I'm possibly thinking about going to the military. And he's like, Oh, you got to go in the Marines. There's nothing better than the Marine Corps. So, um, so I went down to a Marine Corps recruiting office and sat down with the guy and said, you know, I want to be a cop eventually. I want to be a police officer. So I want to go get, become a, an MP in the military. Yeah. And, uh, he said, uh, he goes, well, that's, you can do that, but, um, it's pretty hard to get into. And, uh, is there any other interests that you have? And I said, well, I like working on engines. You know, I, I grew up working on cars my whole life. So uh, maybe, a, maybe a mechanic of some sort. He goes, yeah, we could get you in the air wing, be a jet mechanic. And I thought, well, that's cool. Yeah. And <laughs> so I did that. Um, I went into the, so I signed up, went in the Marines. And it's funny, when I was in Tennessee to go to my <laughs> mechanic school, uh, I, I, I went into, uh, they trans switched us off to uh, Tennessee to go to school. And we're sitting in this room and I'll never forget this, Eric, we're sitting in this room and the uh, staff sergeant that was up there says, uh, okay, raise your hand if you're here to, for jet mechanic school. And a bunch of us raised our hand and he goes, okay, now put your hands down because you're not here for jet mechanic school anymore. And we're like, what, what's going on? And he goes, he goes, we have, we have a huge uh, waiting list for that school right now. And we have a shortage on uh, uh, another school that we're going to transfer you guys to. And I thought that's, I mean, you can't do that. Right. I signed yeah. up to be a jet mechanic. You can't just switch my schools on me. Yeah, no, you don't get that choice when you're in the military. Right. Yeah, I mean, totally. you, if, if they need you somewhere else, they're going to put you there. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I ended up uh, going into the air wing and I was working on basically flight equipment, okay. um, all the flight gear safety equipment that all the pilots and stuff used, um, you know, things like rafts, parachutes, all those kind of things. So quality control checks and things on those type of things, make sure they're, they're safe for them to use if, if anything were to go wrong. Yeah. Um, and I was so mad because I, here I am a 19 year old kid and I wanted to be a mechanic. And I was so upset that I, 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 got, I, left, I left that day and went back to my barracks and called my dad. And I said, uh, I said you got to find that recruiter because I'm irritated. I want out. I don't, this is not what I signed up for. And uh, he's like, no, he goes, you're fine. Just stick it out. You'll be all right. And then, you know, in the long, long run, I ended up loving it. Uh, I met a lot of cool people. Um, and then uh, my station was out here, back out here in California. So that was great. I was three and a half hours from home. Nice. So I could go home on the weekends, visit my family, visit my parents and stuff. And uh, met a lot of cool people and had just had a lot of fun. So I spent four years in the Marines. Wow. And then uh, my, by my third year in the Marines, I met my uh, now wife. Um, and so we started dating and, uh, got out of the Marines and had no clue what I was going to do. Um, okay. I was, uh, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of going through a long history here, but, uh, I love it. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I was, um, you know, I really didn't know what I was going to do. And when I went to, uh, to the C, the, the, uh, commanding officer of the base and, and to check out, he said, Hey, um, have you ever considered reenlisting? Because, you know, you did your four years. You ever consider reenlisting? I said, yeah, probably not. I'm ready to get out and be a civilian, what they call the civilian in the military. Uh, right. Ready to get out and be a civilian. He goes, well, what if we offer you a signing bonus? And I thought, okay, now we're talking. What, sure. what, what are we looking at? He goes, he goes, yeah, we could offer you 15 grand to reenlist. 
And I, you know, as a 19 year old kid, I mean, well, then I was 21. So 21 year old kid, I was like, shoot, that's a lot of money. Yeah, totally. So I said, so I could sign up for four more years. Uh, and he goes, no, you'd have to do six in order to reenlist. You got to do six. And I go, well, if I'm going to do six, by the time I get out, that's 10 years. If I'm in 10 years, I might as well stay the next 10 and retire. And he goes, right. well, that's kind of the point. And I go, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. So I ended up getting out, um, ended up uh, getting a corporate job at a bank, uh, doing auto lending and believe it or not, uh, 20, for 25 years later, I'm still at that same same bank. And wow. now, now I'm a manager of one of the departments of the bank. I'm the youngest manager, one of the youngest managers at, at the bank. And uh, I just enjoy it. I love it. So, Man. yeah, that's I mean, so that's amazing. that's kind of my that's kind of my history of my personal life. But, you know, my yeah. wife and I had boys. My boys are now adults. Yeah, I've coached everything that they participated in. Um, and now, I you know, I still coach today. I'm a high school, high school varsity basketball coach today, uh, even though my boys aren't there anymore. Uh, because cool. I love it so much pouring into these young men. So, yeah, I love coaching. I've been coaching my son's baseball team for the last four years and, and it's so fun and he's eight years old. So it's been cool to see the T ball, the coach pitch, the kid pitch, you know, being part of that team. And yeah. it seems like we get the bad news bears team every year, but it's so much fun <laughs> to coach these kids. You know, I knew I was in kind of trouble last year when I said, you know, first day of practice, I lined them up on the field and I was like, all right, who's got their cup on and two kids raise their <laughs> hand. And they said, what's a cup on? I'm like, oh man, this is going to be a really tough season. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because when my older son was four years old, uh, I, he wanted to play baseball. We were a big baseball family. So he was all in, all in the baseball. Yeah. And I remember when I showed up to the table to sign him up, the board of one of the board members was standing there and he goes, Hey, do you want to coach? And I go, no, I have no clue what I'm doing. Uh, I know baseball, but I have no idea how to coach. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know where to begin with these kids. And he said, listen, dude, they're four. <laughs> They're going to be playing in the grass. They're going to run the wrong way. All you got to do is teach them how to throw and teach them how to hit a ball. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how my, my, my coaching journey got started. Okay. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Now you have this amazing podcast. I love talking to other podcasters. It's called the data podcast where you bring in these guests. You talk, they talk about experience of parenting and tips off, you know, uh, strategies around parenting, things like that. People, people absolutely need to be checking out this show because it's so good. Well, what you. was the motivation behind you starting this show? I mean, it's so successful. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been going for uh, almost two years now, not quite okay. as long as you, but I've been going for almost two years now. And, you know, from the uh, from the publications that I've been featured in, including, uh, you know, being interviewed on CNN for right. my podcast and the stuff that I'm doing and helping out, uh, trying to help dads become better dads. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a cool journey. Um, but my how I got started, it was kind of interesting. My, my younger son was a senior in high school. Uh, my older son was a, a going to college at the time. And because I'd been such an involved dad, uh, I found that I was going to have this void in my life um, of them kind of going off on their own. And mm. I felt like my fatherhood journey was coming to an end, even though technically it wasn't. Yeah. I felt like it was coming to an end. And I thought, what could I do next? that would, uh, that would kind of keep that passion of being a dad alive. And, um, so I was talking to a family member and, and he told me, he said, why don't you, why don't you start a podcast for dads where you're helping, helping dads become better and, and um, learning tips and tools and strategies to help, you know, other dads that may be struggling with stuff. So I thought, well, that's kind of cool. I've, I, you know, I'd listened to a few podcasts, but I had no idea what I was doing, no clue even how to begin. And so I just <laughs> yeah. started doing some research and that's kind of how I got started. Okay. 
and in that CNN interview you did, which was awesome, by the way, you Thank say you. your legacy starts in the home. And I'm so big on legacy myself. And I want to change yeah. the, you know, the legacy for my kids. I came from the crazy home and broken home and jail 18, bankrupt to 21. I mean, craziness, oh, wow. you know, so I want to change that legacy for my kids. What does legacy mean to you? Well, I say it starts in a home because if, if your home is broken, uh, nothing in your life's going to go right. Totally. Um, and that's why I say that it starts in the home. Yeah. Um, I feel that, that if you don't have the bond and the relationship with your kids and your spouse, for that matter, if you don't have that bond and relationship with them, how yep. can you be successful in other areas of your life and still live a, fulfillment, a fulfilled life? Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm a big believer in, in legacy starting in the home. So for me, it's all about my family. My, my, my legacy is all about my family. I want to be able to, when I'm on my deathbed about to go meet my heavenly father, I want to be able to have no regrets of how I've lived my life. Yeah. And I'm passionate about that. And uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm human. I make mistakes. I make mistakes every day as a dad, as a husband, as a, as a, as a person, I'm, I make mistakes. We all do. We're human. Yeah. Um, but we're not made to be, we're, we're not made to be perfect. There's only one perfect person and he's up there. Yes. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> for me, it's just, it's about family. It's about um, leaving something for them uh, that they can uh, carry on in their lives. And, and, you know, my young, both my boys have said that they plan on coaching their kids when they, when they, when they have kids and, and they're playing sports, they plan on coaching their kids. And so it's those kind of things that make me, uh, that just make me proud. Yeah. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu as well as the gua sha and manual lymphatic drainage. If you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good, go see Tracy down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. And while you're there, check out CDA Microblading, offering Coeur best tattoo brows, plasma fibroblast, tightening, and PMU services right there in the heart of downtown Coeur Make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com. And I'm a believer as well. And, and, you know, I got rocked by God in 2004, you know, my buddy's basement and, and just crazy, crazy story. But, uh, you know, how much does your faith play into your daily life? Well, faith played into my daily life. Um, not really until I became a parent, to be honest, Eric, I, okay. I grew up in a home that was not faith-based. Uh, okay. We never went to church. Uh, I can tell you right now, my dad's not a, uh, he, he knows that there's something there, a higher power there. He just doesn't know what it is. And he's not convinced that, you know, it's necessarily Jesus. He just doesn't know what it is. Sure. Um, my mom grew up Catholic. So she's very, she, she does believe in Jesus. She is strong in her faith, but we just never, we never prayed as a family. We never, none of those things happened. And for me, uh, I grew up you know, with the friends that I had, they were all in church. They all had, you know, various churches that they, they went to. Yeah. I went to, I went to Catholic church with friends. Now I did all these things just so I could hang out with my friends. But the interesting thing is, is even though I was doing those things, I was still building this relationship with, with the Lord and I didn't even know it. 
Um, yeah. So I used to go to Catholic church with some of my friends. I went to some non-denominational churches and then even quote some of my closest friends, some of my best friends growing up were Mormons. And I, so right. I was going to the Mormon church with them just so I could hang out with my friends. But listen, I was developing a relationship with God and didn't even know it. Right. And then when my wife and I started having kids, um, faith was a huge part of my wife's life uh, growing up. And uh, my wife said, uh, you know, she wanted our boys to have a relationship with Jesus and know the Lord. And so we started looking into a church when we started having kids and found a great church. And um, I didn't even get baptized until my boys were a little bit older. Um, okay. And it's nice. pretty cool, pretty cool journey. It was, uh, you know, we were in church one day and they were doing baptisms and asked for any volunteers that wanted to be baptized. And I'd never been baptized. My family had no idea. My wife and kids were sitting there. They had no idea that I was going to raise my hand. And I raised my hand and wow. got up and I was able to be baptized right in front of my family, which was even more powerful to me than, than just being baptized. You know, my, totally. my wife and my kids got to witness it. So yeah. um, it, it's a huge part of our life. And, and my younger son uh, has a, has a phenomenal relationship with the Lord and wow. um, it's just, it's great. Yeah, man. I love that. dude. so, so good. I love hearing people's testimonies and baptisms, man. My wife and I could just watch those all day. Mm. You've mentioned on, on social media, Ed Milet, he's your brother-in-law. And he's such an amazing guy. And I don't know if he'll ever know or realize the impact that he made on my life when I won the Max Out Challenge. I got to have a phone call with him and it changed mm -hmm. my life forever. People know Ed online, but what is Ed like when the cameras are off and you're just hanging out with him? <laughs> uh, he's a normal dude. Yeah. I mean, he's my brother-in-law. So I've known the guy for, you know, my wife and I have been together for over 25 years. So I've known, yeah. known him that long. And, yeah. uh, you know, I've seen him, him go from, essentially nothing to what he is now um so he's been a huge uh you know believe it or not he's been a huge inspiration for me i talk to him frequently uh when i've got something on my mind or something that i'm thinking about especially with the podcast yeah something that i'm thinking about doing or or wanting to go you know in a certain direction um i kind of look for him for for guidance and he does provide it to me um but he's you know he's a normal dude yeah yeah for sure <laughs> he's a normal guy I, I thought it was that like when i had that call with him he was like the most humble guy totally genuine like very interested in what i had going on shut everything else off so yeah it was very cool to experience that yeah he's a he's a people person for sure he walks in the room people know because uh you know he just has that kind of that energy about him so yeah uh, it's something that, that people kind of aspire to be um yeah. i'm not necessarily aspiring to be him right but just his enthusiasm and stuff that he has is is contagious so oh, absolutely i think i read on your website you're working on a book right is that is that when's that coming out and what can people expect i have no idea it? eric <laughs> okay yeah is that something you're still I, working on yeah 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 okay I'm, I'm i'm still still slowly crawling along in that and uh I, when it comes out i have no idea yet how yeah. it's going to go i mean i'm still in you know i'm still kind of in those i guess development stages of it but sure. i think it's a you know, there's a lot of parenting books out there, um, yeah. but there's not, there's not a whole lot of books just for dads. Uh, yeah. And I think it would be a great book. Um, so when it does hit, you know, people don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I'm the same way. I'm not a very good writer. Uh, you know, I've never really tried to, you know, write stuff, but you know, people said, Hey, you should write this book. And I'm like, mm, I'd rather just jump on a camera and just start talking. Right. Like right, right. I, I, I'm not, I can't put words together. My wife, she's the, she's the writer. She does my bio and all that stuff, you know, same with me. My <laughs> wife's, my wife's, a, she's an English teacher. So she, okay. she's all about it. So yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'm getting ready to do posts or something for my social media, I'll send it to her to kind of uh, go over, change around, you know, mix up, do whatever to, to make it, make it nice and pretty. So, right. <laughs> totally. <laughs>
<laughs> That's awesome. Well, I mean, we've got like six months left of 2021 or five months left of 21. What, what excites you most about your life right now? I think honestly, the thing that excites me most is, you know, I've got, there, there's actually huge transitions that are going on in my life right now, revolving around my, my family. I mean, my older son, he's, you know, he's now graduated from college. So this year he's planning on moving out of the house. He, he's got a freaking phenomenal job that he's making really good money at. So he's saving a lot of money. Nice. He just two days ago, we traded in his, uh, you know, we bought both our boys a, a Honda Civic when they graduated college uh, as, a, as a present. And it was, a, we got them leases. So it was a leased Honda and his lease was up. So he's like, look, I've got some money in the bank. I want to buy a car that I want. And he bought a, uh, he bought, he just got it two days ago. He bought a 2021 uh, Chevy Camaro V8 uh, wow. that he wanted. I said, cool, you know, you, you take care of the payments yeah. Take care of the insurance. Uh, you're 22 years old. So uh, you got the money, then, you know, this is the time to do it if you're going to do it. Totally. So, so he's getting ready to, uh, so he's got that. He just got that and he's getting ready to uh, find a place so he can move out on his own. So that's, okay. that's going to be huge this year that he's going to do. Yeah. And then my younger son, he plays college basketball. And because of the pandemic last year, everything was shut down. So right. he never got to play. The school was closed, so he was doing online for his first year of college. Um, and tomorrow, uh, whenever, obviously, this is going to air late, much later, but sure. um, tomorrow we we move him back in. So he's okay. he's going to be moving on campus for the first time uh, as a sophomore. Um, and he starts, you know, they start practicing next week. So come on, that's a that's a huge transition uh, right there. So. Hopefully when both of them are out of the house, I'll be back to uh, empty nesting with my wife and looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, and then the last thing that I'm looking forward to is, you know, as I was telling you before we started going here is, the, you know, the video portion of my podcast is just right. now starting. So I've done almost a uh, hundred episodes of all audio. So now I'm transitioning into video and um, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. That's awesome. I love it, man. I, yeah. I do both video and audio and and uh, I think, like I said, people need to be going to check out your podcast and subscribing to your channels, Brian, because you bring so much awesome knowledge about parenting and me being a dad, my kids being 11, eight, man, I've been married for almost 17 years, man. And it's just been a wild journey and fun journey. Such an honor to have you on my show, Brian. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, man. Truly an honor to be, have you on. Hey dude, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I've been looking forward to it and Thank you for the kind words. Um, you keep doing What's what you're on? doing. Thank you so much for watching the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to do a quick introduction. If you've not seen my show or you don't know the services that I offer, I wanted to drop them to you right now. One, I do voiceover work. So if you're looking for a voiceover person to cover your motivational videos, or maybe it's Kickstarter videos or whatever it is, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out there. I also work with brands on brand and product videos. So they'll send me their products to do reviews or box openings. Let me know. I'd love to work with you on your product as well and hope you get that product out there. I also love to be able to share my story. So if I can make an impact on one person at your next speaking engagement, let me know. I love to talk about my story. I love to talk about how our past does not define our future and morning routines and being consistent, how to be around those successful people that are just going to lift you up. Let's chat about having me speak at your next event. Let's make it happen. Again, thank you so much for checking out this show. Check out ericgallonmedia.com. Really appreciate your time. Have an awesome day.